Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit they, they wouldn't need to hear the word of God, too, as well. Anyway, this, this night is very important. It's the most important message I've ever, I've ever taught, ever. And it's the most hated message in hell. And um, essentially, essentially the, the, mess, the message and the, the title tonight is, is really a genuinely, I know it's not published that way, but what, how I wrote it out was immunity against control and manipulation. And... Um, Satan is a master at this, and he does not want me to to uh, talk about himself tonight. But I'm going to I'm going to talk about him a lot. He likes it when people talk about him, but this is this is really I'm um, telling the truth about the situations that you'll find yourself in on this earth, and someone has to address it. Everybody's afraid of reprisal, so ministers won't talk about this and won't talk about Satan because they're afraid that. There's, there's going to be payback or some kind of reprisal, but um, our government has done that already for us. So, so you know, who needs Satan when you got, you got people, you know, that'll do it, do it. You know what I mean? So, you know what I'm all talking about here, that, that uh, people seem to do Satan a favor, but um, I've got to keep it out of the body of Christ. Yeah. So, um, there, there's a couple of things that you got to understand. In order to be immune from control and manipulation, you got to be able to identify it. But you first, if you're deceived and you're in it yourself, you're not gonna you're not gonna either care or you're not gonna see it. The biggest problem with deceit is that the the, the highest form of deceit is when you don't know you're deceived. And uh, it, when you choose to be deceived, that's a whole other thing. And um, but Peter. Peter cho- uh, didn't choose to be deceived. He was he was deceived, but he didn't choose it. And he made it, even though he was sifted as wheat. He made it. Jesus prayed for him, but he didn't pray for Judas. And uh, Judas Judas knowingly did what he did. And that's the great that's the greater the sin. Moses he he knew what he done he had done. Out of his anger, he struck the rock instead of speaking to it. And uh, these are kind of the manifestations when you, you are controlled spiritually. If you're controlled by the Spirit, then you please God. If you do not, do not submit to the Spirit and manifest the Spirit, it says that it's impossible to please God if you, if you, if you live in the flesh. If you manifest the flesh, it says in, in, a, in Romans 8, it says it's impossible to please God. It's impossible to please God when you yield to the flesh. So I want that to be clear, and I don't feel like it's clear enough. So I'm going to keep repeating it. But it says that he who lives by the flesh cannot please God. In fact, it says, Paul says, he goes on to say that he is in fact an enemy. He's working against God. If you don't yield to the spirit and you yield to the flesh, you're working against God. So if, you, if you're working against God, you could be working against his plans, his purposes, and you could be working against his people. And we can talk to Saul about that because he, he was working against God and thought he was God, doing God a favor by killing Christians. So Saul, 
was deceived, but he didn't know he was deceived. He thought that he was doing God a favor. And Jesus said this. He said, there's people that are going to call, they're going to kill you. And they're going to think they're doing God a favor. And so that's that's the deceit of of the enemy in different forms that I've just kind of expressed. Now, I want to get into something. I feel like I'm talking in a cave. Hopefully it's a man cave. No, just kidding. Hopefully it's the cave of Adullam. Or God of justice. All right, there's a couple things I need to go over. Um, really quickly, in order to make the background for this, this is a teaching session. This is not, and this is for believers. Um, this is for leaders, and this is most of most of you are students, and um, you got to understand that there is a physical part of of the of what's down here, but there is also a spiritual part down here that is behind the scenes, and so. If you think you know everything, you know, you can go to a coffee shop right now because you won't, you won't need it. And we're going to put orange cones around you because you're a target. We're going to put orange danger cones around you and, and men, men with orange vests around you. They're going to have orange vests on to keep people back from you. Because if you are lifted up in pride, if you think you know everything, then it's just a matter of time before you find out. That you don't know everything or you're going to end up dead. You know, because there's a lot of prideful people that, that are dead because they thought they knew better. And they did. And Satan, he thought he knew better. And I want you to see his personality that when he fell, it was because he thought he knew better. And that Moses thought he knew better. Judas thought he knew better. Peter thought he knew better. But there's different degrees of deception and there's, there's some that are innocent where Jesus will pray for you. I want Jesus to pray for me. He has prayed for me and I, I want help. And I'm, I'm never going to get to a place where I don't need help. I'm never going to get to a place where I know everything. I'm not going to ever get to a place where I stop learning because that's when I will die. That, that The next day I will die. If I stop learning, I, will, I, I have no reason to be here. Because I can learn something from everybody and even my enemy. I can remember um, the Lord teaching me that that I, I remember I remembered he told me that you can learn something from everybody. Even the people that want to kill you. You can learn something. Because the enemy, the enemy cannot shut up. And he cannot stop his evil. He has to manifest. And he has to mouth off. He has to brag. And um, Satan is the first narcissist. So he is the first one, and he has still to this day held on to his title. No one has overcome or beat him at being a narcissist. He is the best at it. Okay, so we have in in, uh, Ezekiel 28, we have um, a, a parallel world. We have the physical world. We have the spiritual world. And it, it's, it's really, you can see it in the English, but just, just if you look at the word studies and you do the word studies, we're coming out with um, the Holy Fire book, uh, should be coming out this fall. And it's actually three books. It's a trilogy. It's three, three books, um, Holy Fire. And uh, Satan has delayed it for four years. And so it turned into three books because he delayed it. So it's three major releases, three. Yeah. Very excited about that. 
And, um, you know, just so you know, you, you will probably never meet Satan. And uh, I've never met him. I, I don't know if he knows me or not. He's not he's not the one that shows up in your bedroom at night. He's um, he's very very he's a very beautiful being, and uh, he 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 doesn't show up in your bedroom. These these things that show up in your bedroom, these things that come to you, you know, when you say the devil told you something, he, the devil didn't tell you that. If you're talking about Satan himself. You're talking about evil spirits. There's, there's many of those. There's many of those evil spirits. They are not the same as this cherub. Okay, this cherub that fell is, is a different being that was uh, over Eden. So he covered Eden. I mean, this is this is the word say that took these all these years. So he he was assigned to the Garden of Eden. When Adam and Eve came to the garden, they looked like God. He did not. And they, he watched all this happen. He watched them get all the authority, all the dominion over everything. And he became very jealous. But he was lifted up in pride. And he made his whole goal to take God off his throne. And uh, that's, that's pretty bold. So anyway, um, in, in 28, Ezekiel, to understand what's going on and to understand your life and to understand how control and manipulation works. I mean, you know, I, I've, I've told my friends and they've just stand there and stared at me. It just happened a week ago. I said to a friend, I, uh, some, you know, we were talking um, some situation, business and stuff like that. And he said something and I said something and I said, well, you know, we're all, we're all controlled and manipulated. And he just stood there and, and thought about it. I go, we're all under control and manipulation right now. And, and we're all dealing with that all the time. And, and a lot of times we don't feel like we, we, come to, we can come to these conclusions and someone's got to say it. But we are, we are being controlled and manipulated right now. But it's from the other realm. If it has manifested and began to... Huh? Fruit. Fruit, if it's manifesting, that is, that is uh, where the trouble has started. Now, I watched this happen through history. And then I saw that every time a person stood up for the people and became a leader, um, they, they took that person out. And so you can see this with uh, JFK. You can see this with some of the leadership um, and Martin Luther King. You can see these where people stood up and said, you know, we need to give the power back to the people. Um, Martin Luther said, listen, you know, we, the church has too much power. And, um, you know, there's only one mediator between God and man. And he told the Catholic Church, and you're not on that list. It's a small list. It's Jesus is the mediator between God and man, and that's it. So we, we migrate toward letting someone else do things for us. Okay, that's the trap. That's how a narcissist takes over. Is when you hand over because you're lazy. And you think you can pay somebody and send them to Washington to represent you. And, you know, the people that 
like right now, if someone if someone was in office that really cared about the people, they would take forty billion and they would buy baby formula. But 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 you're going to send it overseas. And I love the Ukrainians, but I love the Russians, and I and I love the people in Oman, Jordan. I love Palestinians. I love everybody. Okay. But that, that's, love is higher than, let's just hug and make up. Because sometimes you just can't hug and make up. Because some people are narcissists. Narcissists don't have a conscience. They, they, they don't lose any sleep at all. Over hurting you at all. So that's why God invented Forgiveness. Is because it unhooks you from the narcissist, the spirit of this world. It, it unhooks you from the fact that, that the only power they, that a narcissist has is if you are offended. If you allow, if you handed over your power. So you sent people to Washington, you handed over your power, your authority. You handed over to someone else to make decisions for you. Come on now. Okay, so when they go rogue, at what point in a marriage do you claim that your spouse is rogue? In other words, they've just gone off on their own. And then, then you, have, you have no ability. Now, you're, 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 you're a, a unit, but one person is not representing the mission or what God has, has called you to. Okay, so then you have to deal with control and manipulation. And so then you realize that you are hijacked. Okay, so you get into a relationship and you realize you're hijacked. Because you're hooked to someone else who decides, no, we're going left. All right, well, left is over a cliff. And right's the only option. Well, you could you could do what I do, and as I just call the bluff, I go, "Well, you just go left. I'm going right, and I'm going to call 911." See, that's what that's what Jesus let Judas do, but he didn't let Peter. Peter still still did what he did, but. Jesus prayed for him and he had the, the ability to change how uh, Peter was thinking and the direction he was going in. But getting back to this parallel world, um, you, you have leadership here. And he, and he says, son of man, he's talking to Ezekiel. The Lord came and said, son of man, say to the prince. Now, in Hebrew... In Hebrew, in chapter 28, in order to understand this whole thing, the parallel world, the word prince is used here in, in verse 2 of 28. But the word for king is used uh, down when he talks about another. And he said, uh, in verse 11, he goes, um, the king of Tyre. A different word than prince. Okay? So, the prince has the idea of the one who's the with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Puppet, the one, the one who's been manipulated, whereas the king is the head honcho behind. It has to do with two words that are different. One showing a, a greater authority, but the king that he's talking about in verse 11 is actually the demonic spirit. Which is actually Satan himself, as we find out, as we read on. Okay, does everybody understand so I can go on? I spent more time than I want to on this, but you've got to understand this, that if you're going to uh, be immune to manipulation, you have to understand that all manipulation control originates from the other realm, and it manifests through people. But... The effect that a person has on you is if you've handed over your authority. Okay, so we're, we've gone through a readjustment because we, we, we've had several things happen. And like I've told you, there's a cycle that happens. And the only one left now is a market crash, which is coming. So it's just a cycle and it happens in sequence. And it has to do with manipulation and control through fear. To paralyze people. So you don't get to recover from one before you you go into the next one. So we're already in the throes of a market market correction. But that's just too nice of a word for what's really happening. Because they have, um, they stopped the supply for everything on purpose. Okay, so hopefully we stay on. (laughs) Anyway, um. I have to say this because, you know, every time I speak, I speak as though it's my last time to get to speak. Every time. Because I have to tell you that we have gone through the disease, which is every four years. Then we go through, you you go through the, the market crash. And you go through the war. We've already, the war had already started. It was... I'm just gonna I'm just gonna back out of this cave because I want to be able to, to come to be able to keep talking. Okay, so it's a sequence of events. If you look through history, it's a sequence that is a, a boa constrictor. It's a it just tightens up. It waits for you to exhale, and then it just tightens it so then you can't inhale. Yeah. And and each time you have a, a little bit less room in your lungs in order to and it, it just wants to ratchet down so the only the only solution is the spirit of the lord which gives you the freedom because wherever the spirit of the lord is there's freedom so the sun sets you free but the sun is the word of god so you have the word and the sun and you have the spirit and those three create freedom okay but there has to be more aggression there has to be more aggression and the only way that you can do that is not just 
dealing with it in the flesh. Because if you respond in the flesh, you cannot please God. You have to yield to the Spirit. Now, the Spirit might still have you slap somebody. No, I'm just kidding. But if he tells you to do it, it's okay. But, no. but anyway, that's not true. Anyway, here, here's how it all started so you can understand. Now, the first thing that he's addressing here is the prince of Tyre. And just a real quick, real quick, um, I go in detail in this in, in the book, but right now, in detail, in detail uh, later, right now, the king of Tyre, there is a, it is actually a, the descendant of this king was Jezebel. It was a daughter. Okay, so that you have, you have where Baal came from. You have all these different things come from this. So this is really the key. And that's why Ezekiel the prophet was shown this. And so that's why I got to go over this with you. Because you got to understand what's going on around you. And you can't let it get into you. And if you're in a situation, if you can get free, then you need to do it. If you can't, then, um, you, you know, you have to go to uh, other situ- other things like uh, prayer and fasting and, and counseling and things like that. But if you can get yourself free from people that are, con- that are in control, they're control freaks. They have to be in control. And I'm going to go through the characteristics so you can label them. And you're going to be shocked because it's about 80% of the people you know. So, and if it, it took 42 years for this to be cleaned out of me. Okay, so because your heart is lifted up and you have said and thought, I am a God. I sit in the seat of the gods in the heart of the seas. Yet you are only a man, weak, feeble, made of earth and not God. So it's talking about a man. Though you imagine yourself to be more than mortal, think your mind is as wise as the mind of God. Okay, verse 3. Behold, you are imaging yourself wiser than Daniel. There is no secret you, you think that is hidden from you. Verse 4. With your own wisdom and with your own understanding, you have acquired riches and power and have brought gold and silver into your treasuries. By your great wisdom and by your trade, you have increased your riches and power, and your heart is proud and arrogant because of your wealth. Okay, it's very important, because of your wealth. All right, thus says the Lord, because you have imaged yourself or imagined yourself in your mind to be like God, or have the mind of God, having thoughts and plans like God himself, he's still talking about a physical king here prince physical prince therefore behold i will bring strangers babylonians upon you the most ruthless and violent of all nations and they will draw their swords against the beauty of your wisdom O tire and defile your splendor they will bring you down to the pit of destruction and you will die the death of all those who die in the heart of the seas will you still say i am god in the presence of him who kills you But you are only a man made of earth and not God in the hands of those who wound and profane you. You will die the death of the uncircumcised or the uncovenant person by strangers. 
I, the Lord, have spoken. Okay, then in verse 11, he says this. This is very important. Now he's talking to someone else. He says, again, the word of the Lord came to me, Ezekiel, saying, Son of man, take up a dirge or a funeral poem to be sung for the king of Tyre and say to him, Thus saith the Lord. Now, this is where you have to see this is a spiritual being. You had the measure of perfection and the finishing touch of completeness, full wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Okay, so the king of Tyre, the real king of Tyre, the prince of Tyre was not in Eden, the garden. We know that, okay. But this king was in Eden. Every precious stone was your covering. And it lists all of these. And it talks about workmanship, so it's talking about his breastplate. The gold, the workmanship of your settings, and names all of these stones. I've looked them all up. They are in the high priest's breastplate. Except there's three missing. They're also matched, you know, of course, because the breastplate is those 12 tribes. So you got the 12 tribes represented by 12 stones. You have three missing. These are key. If you want to buy my book. No, I'm just kidding. You find all <laughs> but one of them, one of them, just for one of them is Issachar. Which Issachar, it says the sons of Issachar had the anointing or the ability to interpret, to interpret the times and the seasons. Okay, so you can understand that Satan and all his, his demons don't have that power. That's why they need the stars to predict. Because they don't have the ability to interpret. So there's three weaknesses that Satan has. It's the missing three stones in his breastplate. So God did this on purpose. And that's why I wrote Holy Fire. That's why I wrote these three books. Is because there's three weaknesses in Satan. There's three stones that he does not have. God did that on purpose. Knowing that someday he was going to need to be stopped and prevented. Slow down. Ratchet it down. Okay, so so these were in you. They were prepared on the day that you were created. But he was made perfect. And it says in, in Hebrew, it says you, were the seal, you had the seal of perfection. In other words, there, you had the sum. You were the, you were the, the epitome. It's, the word is epitome of perfection. He was number one. Number one. He was made number one in perfection. So he was perfect in the day that he was created. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created until unrighteousness and evil were found in you. Okay, how would a person or a entity, a, a being, how would they become unrighteous and evil if there was no one to tempt them? Because there wasn't. You had, see, you fell because you had someone that seduced you and tempted you. Satan, Satan did that to Adam and Eve. Then, then those, the demonic now does all the, that evil for Satan. Satan, you won't, you don't meet Satan. None of you, none of you have met him. You might have been married to him, but you haven't met, you know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking, but. You see, you have to wait, like, like you have to wait. I waited, Kathy and I were married at 32 years old, 
or 31. And actually, I did turn 32 on the day I was married. So, But you have to wait sometimes. And it's better to be alone than be married to the wrong person. And so... It's the same way with everything else. I mean, uh, all all these all these things um, deal. It deals with it deals with patience and waiting on God and and knowing that God God uh, is protecting you. And that's why Paul was saying it's better to be like me and stay single. But that's hard to understand. But. Then, then we're talking about this, and then you understand it. That it's better to be alone. And Paul said, I would rather you just be single so that your heart is just for the Lord than having to deal with all the, the things that happen when you have two people that are, are wanting to come together and form one unit and have one mind and, and, and one purpose for God. You know, that's, it's literally impossible with man. But it is possible with God. But it's a miracle. It's a total miracle. It's it's easier to get baby formula. <laughs> Down here, relationships are hard. Okay, so it doesn't it doesn't make it any easier when you have all this evil around you in the spirit realm. And I don't know why the church will not talk about this. Say, I have spent more time right now in this session than most churches do in a lifetime. Each a, a, an individual church would spend talking about this in a lifetime of the of a church. I've spent more time right now than most churches do in a lifetime. And that 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 you've got to know your enemy. And, you know, if you don't have an enemy, then you don't have a war. And then you're really in trouble because there is one. And you're in it. And if you don't believe you're in one or you have an enemy, then, you know, that's, that's, that's ignorance gone to seed. So, okay, so you're, this, this being was, 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 had no one to tempt him. So, you know... I understand what happened to him, but it'll be known, it'll be revealed to you when you get to heaven, what happened to him. Through the abundance of your commerce, okay, that word is, there is trafficking and merchandising. Through the abundance of your merchandising, you were internally, internally filled with lawlessness and violence and you sinned, okay? So... The merchandising had to do with the middle, being a middleman. And this is where you get this idea of how you separate and put somebody in between as your representative. And then you're hijacked because that's the person that is the, the, the narcissist. You, have, you, you, you hand yourself over. You put somebody in between and they take a cut. He started taking a cut. It says that he was, a mer- he was merchandising, trafficking. He, he was corrupted because of his multitude of trafficking or merchandising. He inserted himself in between man and men. And he brokered, he brokered deals. And it says that his, that his sanctuaries, he, he was over the sanctuaries of God on the earth. They became corrupt too as well. 
Come on, is everybody listening to me? Okay, this is why we have what we have in the world. And we have the corrupt governments. We have the corrupt money system. We have pharmacaea. We have all, we have all this. We have all of this because middlemen came in and said, well, I'll, I'll broker the deal for you. But you're going to have to give me a cut. It's like, well, then, no, I just want to talk to Sally myself. Oh, there's a lot of paperwork. Well, they create the paperwork because they want you to not be able to do it yourself. Come on now. You all looking at me like... <laughs> Come on now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, and there's people who say, oh, I wanted to, I came to hear something spiritual. Like, listen, tell me. Trust me, this is spiritual. If you, if you, if, if you just let me keep on going, I guarantee you're going to hear demons screaming. It's just a law. It's not that long from now. Because what Satan needs to be exposed for who he is. Ezekiel exposed him. But this is one of the things that is never talked about. And I haven't even got to Isaiah 14 yet. We're still good. We're just going into Ezekiel 28 tonight. But as leaders being trained, you have to understand how control and manipulation comes in. So you, you as a leader don't want to be part of it. But you also have to be able to identify it. And you have to also not allow yourself personally to be hijacked or the work that God has given you. It, you know, God trusted you. But Satan is going to want to try to hijack the move and, 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 and somehow compromise your giftings. Through the multitude of merchandising and control and manipulation. So what happens is, it, businesses start out, ministries start out with wanting to meet a need to help people, to provide some sort of service or help people. Okay, But what happens is, because the world system is set up a certain way, it's, it's like gravity. It's, it's working against you. It's pulling on you. And whether you go into high orbit, low orbit, or no orbit, there's, if you, it's 32 feet per second, you're going to fall. But if you can get out past that pull, then you have low orbit and high orbit. If you can break from that, then you're going to Pluto. And by the time you get there, he might not be a planet again. <laughs> And he's in a lot of trouble if he's still associated with Disney. 
But when he comes back, maybe Disney won't be here. But anyway, Pluto was a planet, then he's not a planet. But the bottom line is you can go out and keep on going. And until something works against that momentum, you're going to keep going and going and going. All right, but on this earth, there's gravitational pull. So we're, we're bound by gravity unless we could do something to overcome it through lift and thrust. So here, Satan is the God of this world. Paul clearly says that Satan is the God of this world. He's the spirit, the prince of the power of the air. He said, every one of you used to obey him without any resistance. You were powerless against him. But because of Jesus Christ, because he made a show of him openly on the cross, it says it also, John says that he destroyed the works of the devil because of that, because of the blood of Jesus, then we can resist him and he has no power over us. However, even though you are a Christian and you believe all this, because you handed yourself your authority over to someone else as an ambassador, to represent you, that person goes rogue, then they misrepresent you. And that's what's happened. So you can't blame God because you essentially are under wherever country you're in, you're under a government. And you essentially, being in that country, you are submissive to that, that authority whether you like it or not. And, it, and if not, it's just a matter of time. Before they find out who you are. So. The only way. Is to separate. Between the spirit. And the physical. And operate by the spirit. Because the spirit can lead you. Into all truth. Which means there is always a way of escape. Because Paul told the Corinthians that. He said that he will always provide. A way of escape. So that you can bear up under it. Okay, so there's degrees of how we've handed over. But if you are in this country and you're a citizen, you are being controlled and manipulated. Whether you like it or not, to a certain degree. It's getting tighter and tighter. Okay, so you have to yield to the Spirit in order to get out from under these things. Then you're going to be told to run for office. Then you're going to be told to represent the people correctly. And if enough people do this in all the states, then what happens is then the correct representation happens. Then the judges are appointed that will be just judges. And the courts will rule in the favor of righteousness and justice. Then it will come back to the nation. Because essentially it's been hijacked. Does everybody understand what I said? Because I need to go on. I need to go on. But you have to understand what has happened. You cannot blame God for this because you're still free in your heart. But Paul was free and wrote the whole New Testament from jail. So he is incarcerated because evil people were influenced by the evil entities. They had handed themselves over and had... The, the evil entities had enough power to get people appointed or hijack them after they got appointed and then go rogue. And at what point do you say, listen, this is not where I intended to go. And then you're, you're going to have to start thinking about your egress. 
how to get out. So there's all this calculation going on. So while you're doing that, they're they're already getting ready for the the next disease and the and 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 the and the, ne- the next war and the and the next um, the next crash market crash. So it all has to do with who owns all the game pieces. So that's what has been happening through this through this entity from the beginning. He wants to own all the game pieces somehow. And so what he does is he makes he creates a debt system so that you can't get a house on your own. And you can't buy things on your own. But really, all of you have the ability to make the money to buy multiple houses for, and, buy, and give, give all of them away and still have your nice house. But then just give houses away. Everyone has the ability to do that. But this system keeps you from being able to do that, makes it out of reach. You need initial capital to invest that you don't have. And then the return, you can pay back your debts. What happens is because of the unpredictability of of the environment you're in down here, you get get two years of lockdown. Now your initial investment... Cannot cannot be pay, paid back because you have you don't have the income because you don't have any customers. Okay, so the spirit has to lead you to be able to provide in any situation for the needs of the people, and then you have permanent customers because you you genuinely care for people and you take care of people. Do you get it? Okay, so ministries and businesses start out right, but because of the middleman and because of all these situations I just named, which is a lot of data, I'm, I'm sorry, but it comes down to the fact that there was someone behind this prince of Tyre. He thought he was God. He thought he was, but it was a physical person that says he's going to return back to the earth because he was just dirt, dust. He's returning back, even though he thought he was God. But let's find out, like, well, why was he thinking that? Why was Judas thinking what he was thinking? Why was Peter thinking what he was thinking? It was because there's an entity behind the scenes that was that person thinking that was that thought that really thought that, and it caused that person to start to think that and feel that and be that be that narcissist. But it was the it was the spiritual entity. Okay, so. The commerce system has been corrupted from the beginning. And uh, so they don't want you to ever be well. And they don't want you to live too long because you might get to know God and become powerful and start binding and loosing. So they don't want you to live in 300 years praying in tongues. And preaching the gospel because you you might actually get it and start walking in it and the earth might start trembling every step you take. Everything you say might be from the spirit of God and demons start to, to, to leave people. Okay, so therefore... I have cast you out as a profane and unholy thing from the mountain of God. Okay, so the king of Tyre wasn't on the mountain of God. So here we have a, a entity that was profane and unholy. 
but he was perfect and holy before. And he was cast out of the mountain of God. And he, this is it. This is it right here. This is the epitome right here. Verse 16 says, I have destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. And I saw those fire, those stones of fire in heaven. And it's pure sapphire. Okay, your heart was proud and arrogant because of your beauty. You destroyed your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I lay you before kings that they may look on you. You profaned your sanctuaries by the great quantity of your sins and enormity of your guilt, by unrighteousness of your trade. Therefore, I have brought forth a fire from the midst, from your midst, and it consumed you. See, the, the one thing that consumes Satan is holiness. The fire, the holy fire comes from within him. And that's what will destroy him. That is why God said, be holy as I am holy. And that is why Ananias and Sapphira, all these situations of Paul in Corinth where he said, you know, hand that one over to Satan after the baptisms and the tithe and offerings, hand that one over to Satan. And then you can do your bingo and your chicken dinner. It was part of the service. Hand him over to Satan. I don't think that happened this morning in this church. But those people died in the presence of the Lord for a lot less than what people did today in church. Not here necessarily. I hope not. No, no, listen to me. They lied to the Holy Spirit. I've had worse things happen to me this week from Christians. And they're still living. Okay, so that was the early church. Now we're getting towards the end. And now we're asking God to move. Well, when he moves and he comes, I mean, are you ready for him to come? Because he is probably walking on those sapphire stones before he comes to you. So are you ready? Because you're probably going to not watch your favorite show with him. It might not be his favorite show. All of a sudden, things that you thought were okay are not okay anymore. What happened? Well, you see, the temperature went down, and you didn't know it. And now the temperature, the thermostat from heaven, is Jesus comes down. And he's the one that says what's hot and what's not. So he's hot, and we're not. But we need to be with him on everything. So we need to be well-versed and understand that we are being controlled and manipulated. So there's a, there's a terrible and a horrifying end for him. But it has to do with God releasing his holiness from within him, from within Satan, because he was created with that. And he will be destroyed before our very eyes. All right. Now, now, based on everything I said, I got to pull some stuff here to train you as leadership to recognize. Don't let this stuff get into you. Don't let this get into you. If you're having... You know, if you're dealing with these things, then then identify them and be accountable. Turn yourself in and be accountable so that you can start to see a change. You have to be identified. Okay, so here's the thing that I noticed um, about ministries and ministers. 
because I don't consider myself a minister or in ministry at all because I don't identify myself with the mode of operation because because uh, my life is who I am it's not just necessarily what I do see now all your gears started to get all messed up in your head because the thing it is is manifestation comes because of who you are it's not something where you got to try to be good or try to do something that's that's where you find your powerless you you identify then with Romans 7 where you intend to do good but you can't the things you want to do you can't and the things you don't want to do you find yourself doing that's a direct quote from Paul in chapter 7. But Paul did not write chapter 7 to be the template for a Christian's life. He was telling us what it was like to be under the law and try to fulfill the law, which is not possible. But all Christianity seems to be stuck in this. So they identify, oh man, I identify with Romans 7. It's like my favorite chapter. It's like, what? You've got to be kidding me. That's not what that was intended to be. Romans 8 takes you the whole way through. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your life in stages of being of being delivered from the spirit of, nar- of a narcissist who is Satan himself. Okay, so Satan had a sense of entitlement. And this is, this is a personality trait of a, of, a, of a narcissist. This is all clinical. I'm making it spiritual, but it's clinical. Everything I'm saying is a clinical diagnosis. It is literally a diagnosis. You can look it up. It's clinical. There are professionals that will diagnose you with this. And these are the characteristics, but it is literally taken out of Ezekiel 28. Okay, so the world system, everything that's working behind the scenes against you is going to have these kind of traits being pushed upon you. And if you resist them, then you're going to deal with people that have not resisted it. In your church, on your staff, at your work, in your business, in your government for sure. It's all about control and manipulation. Because that's what... It is with Satan. He does not operate through love. He does not have a reward system. He threatens and he makes it so that you have to do something and be enslaved. 
All right, so a lot of leaders in our history have tried to stop this. If you look in their speeches as presidents, they, they try to warn us of this very thing, of these things. Everybody did. The ones that didn't were part of it. The ones that stay 47 years in office are part of it. Okay, so there's a sense of entitlement, and this is this is... This is common among narcissists. They think that they're superior to people, to others. They, they think they're superior. It's really hard to, to convince them otherwise. And they become seared so that they cannot, they cannot see. And they, they will lose control if they allow people to think that they're not what they are. In other words, they got to project this to another person in order to control them. So they... they they deserve special treatment. They're superior to others. They believe that other people should be obedient to their wishes. And the rules don't apply to them. Okay. I just described our leadership in you know in our government. Okay, so this this is a rogue this is rogue. This is Satan himself, okay? So you're essentially on a vehicle that's going where you did not want to go. And at what time do you, at what point do you determine that you're bailing? It's embarrassing to me that the Spirit of God could speak to me after having years and years of problems in my body. And speak to me and I go to Amazon and I fix it. And I never left my house. And it was the next day delivery. I didn't need a prescription. I didn't need to be practiced on. It's embarrassing, isn't it? The Spirit of God would tell you to take a supplement. I think it's embarrassing. That... that, that, that that is how we are. We've handed ourselves over to listen to someone else make decisions for us because they're professional. But are they professional or are they experimenting? You gotta determine that and you gotta determine if you are on this vehicle going to where you want to go. This is for a church, this is for a ministry, this is for marriage, this is for relationships, it's for everything in life. It all has to do with manipulation and control. You cannot be part of it, but then you've got to be able to identify it, and you have to be able to say, enough's enough. And then you have to ask the Lord for help. And then you zip your lips. You zip your lips, and you let the Spirit begin to deliver you. He tells you step by step on what to do. This is what the church is supposed to be doing, and that's what she's going to be doing for the next several years. And the rain is coming. Manipulation. In other words, this is another common trait of Satan. It is a controlling behavior, but it is, first of all, that people will try to please you and impress you, but the whole other, the whole idea is, is that eventually, Payday is going to come and you're, you're going to owe them. 
this happens all the time. Now, I, 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 I really didn't know about the Christian mafia. But I didn't realize that it's pay to play, but then you owe the favor back. Because then what is said to you, which has been said to me, is I made you. You owe me. Like, you didn't make me. Okay, so I realized this, I'm going somewhere I don't want to go. I had to get off the vehicle at a high speed. So I just tucked and rolled. Went into a ball. And it just tumbled for a while. And when I got up, I just kept going. And the Lord said, just remember, it's about people. Just take care of people. So what, what it was is I realized that God had told, because God kept, you know, like you're praying and sometimes you get a God idea. And you think it's just your mind, but God was just say, talking to me about Abraham. And I've never met Abraham. But he is a really, really special person in the, in, in the whole ways of God. Because of the fact that he was taken and, and made a nation. And all, he's the father of all. But Abraham said, no, I don't need you. I don't want you to do anything for me because I don't want you to ever say that you made Abraham rich. That's what he said. So he stayed away. And it says by chapter 13, he just left everything. And went to where God told him to go. And by chapter 13 it says Abraham was very rich. That's what it says. So God made him rich. And it gave Israel the ability to produce wealth. He gave them the power to obtain wealth. It's in the Bible. He gave them the power. If you really look look at it. It's not dunamis power. It's authority. It's who you are. And this is what Paul preached. Who you are. James said, okay, because of who you are, don't talk about it, just do it. In other words, be who you are and manifest. So works, you shouldn't be told to work. You shouldn't be told to manifest. It's just something we do naturally. You plug a Christmas tree and it lights up. It does its thing. You light a fireworks. It, it, it does its thing. You plant seed. It comes up with what you planted. It does its thing. It's, it's a response. It's who the seed is that reproduces itself. It's not the person that planted it. The seed was made by God and it has everything in it that it needs to reproduce itself. So it's the same with us. We are the seed that God planted. We're his offspring. I mean, if you want to quote the Bible. So we reproduce what God intended for us. We don't need any help from the outside because we are who we are. We need to be redeemed. But all of you are believers, so I don't have to talk about the basics of Christianity tonight. You've already got that. Okay, so a 
manipulation has to do with flattery and telling people what they want to hear and gaining their trust but with an ulterior motive. So witches do this all the time and witches who have gotten saved have said this and so they, I have the playbook. I have the playbook for what, what witches and Satanists do. They infiltrate churches. They join the worship team. They try to get on the board. They become the, the secretary for the pastor. It's all planned. They're trained. They actually go to worship classes to learn how to flag and to worship. And they infiltrate churches. The whole intent is to bring the church down. Get on the board. Get to be this, the pastor's secretary. And then from then on you can just, you can just, you know, figure it out. Okay, so eventually Satan wants payback. Eventually a narcissist wants their needs met. Because that was the whole idea. It, it's, it's, to, it's to enslave you. So in order to pass something and fast track it, something that is able to treat something has to be has to not be available. So to fast track something, you got to take everything else away that could possibly help, and then you can you can approve it very quickly. So all of a sudden, you can name what was taken away, and it was that's manipulation. That is fifty two cards in a deck, and they're all jokers. Right. Got a deck full of jokers. Okay, the the cards are not just stacked; they're terror cards. There's nothing in the deck that favors you at all. Why would you even play it? Okay, the reason I'm saying this, I'm trying to get you to a place where, as leaders. You are full of the Spirit and you can discern when something's right and when something's not. If it's not right, it's not right. It won't matter if you airbrush it, if you change the filter, if you repaint. It doesn't matter. If there's agenda there and there's intention that's evil, it has to be labeled. And the king of Tyre was Satan himself. And he manipulated the prince of Tyre. So that the prince of Tyre had the same characteristics as the king. The king was invisible. The king was Satan. But the prince thought he was God. And they actually built an island off the coast. And you can read about this. So there were actually two cities. It gets more mysterious than that. But that's not what I want to talk about tonight. Okay. Um, narcissists will, will try to keep people at a certain distance so that they do not gain control of them. So they're not accessible. 
All right, so you see this in the church where, you know, I did my thesis in, on Catholicism and not, not, my, not for my doctorate, but for, for my undergraduate. I did a thesis on Catholicism. And, you know, not that many years ago, you had to actually, it was a, a, a sheet of paper, a menu. I got the copy of the original that showed how much you had to pay for each sin. That's been not that been that long ago. And, you know, you have direct, you have direct deposit from your paycheck now for your tithe. Where they, I mean, there, there are religions where they just take it out of your check. It's automatic if you join the church. Automatic withdrawal. Okay. That's control. You see, if I was a minister, I wouldn't be able to do this. I'm just kind of joking with you, but see, as a it's it's interesting that as long as you don't shake up the existing system, your your everything's going to be fine, pals. But the minute the minute you start messing with with the system and the way it is, this is the way we do things. It's like, well, I watched a lot of Clint Eastwood movies. And there's a new sheriff in town. You know, and that sheriff, that sheriff, he, 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 he's inserted in and is not part of the system. And so that's why, that's why when he came into town and he saw what was going on, he... he lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Took his holy collar off, put it in a deposit box, and took his firearm out. And then the rest of the movie is about the new sheriff in town. <laughs> Do you get it? And the corruption that he played in those different movies where his boss was corrupt as a detective. And at the end of the movie, you know, he was always through the movie saying, a man's got to know his limitations. And at the end, his boss, the head, the head guy, head detective, his car blew up. The booby trap got him. But that's what happens to Satan at the end. But it's control and manipulation up until the exposure. Okay, so we're, we're getting into an exposure phase, but the church has to be built up to know that who they are. 
And if you notice that religion and religious people don't want there to be a, a Christianity that Paul came against, Saul came against before he became a Christian. They were trying to get rid of those people because they had power. They had manifestation. And they couldn't produce those miracles, so they killed Jesus. And then when they killed Jesus, they made a bunch of Jesuses walking around, essentially, because Jesus said, you're going to do the works that I do. See, well, the, uh, all, these, all these people have come against the fact that there are Christians today that still believe in miracles, still believe in, the, in praying in the Spirit, and, and walking with God, and having a personal relationship uh, established religion, the Pharisees, is still actively coming against Christianity that is is still operating in what Paul talked about. And that dispensation is what we're in now. It has not ended because we haven't reached perfection yet. So tongues will not cease, it says, until perfection comes. Prophecy will continue until perfection comes. And so that's why we still have all those because... Jesus is the only one that's perfect. But the, the uh, narcissist wants to exploit and control. Become the middleman and control the supply and the demand. Insert into the system and jimmy with it so that it favors them. So the prices go up because you... There's plenty of supply, but you pull it back. And you saw where senators go to warehouses where there's plenty of baby formula at the border. Okay, so you have a supply and demand problem that is part of the system of manipulation and control. Okay, the money supply. The way the money moves. When I would invest, I don't anymore. But when I would make money, I watched where the big money went. I was watching where the people that had the money would invest. I watched the flow of money. When the big toys were being dumped, like the boats and the airplanes, I knew that what was coming. That means they're going to pull the carpet out. They're going to they're going to pull the rug out. They're going to they're going to it's it's going to be yanked, and there's going to be a correction. And so they sell their big toys. Before the correction, because that's the first thing to go in a where we're going now is you'll see all these things being unloaded because you'll be stuck with them and they won't be worth anything. But that's when I buy. So you watch the money flow. Well, that is that manipulation is that. That merchandising is Satan himself. He is part of this money system. He's, he established that. Because paper money is not worth anything. Well, it never was, but it, it's really not now. But this happened to the German mark. We had wheelbarrows and wheelbarrows full of marks. They were just burning them. Okay, so as leaders, you have to realize that you are who you are because you've been appointed. So it's God that sets in the church, some to be, 
apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. And then the Spirit gives severally, Paul said, gifts. There's nine gifts. Severally. A couple is two. Severally is three or more. That means each person has several or three at least gifts inside of them of the nine. All right, so each one of you has probably three, three or more gifts inside of you that have been given to you by the Spirit. The Spirit gives them severally as He wills, as He wills. God sets in a church. God sets in the church. The church doesn't set in the church. God sets in the church. Do you see how we've gotten out of order? It's become the Christian mafia. So now you are being forced to do things that you that Paul said you shouldn't give out of compulsion. You shouldn't be forced to give. And if someone's going to go under, just let them go under. Because it might be a black hole you're given to. At what point do you bail? In a ministry that's gone rogue, at what point do you bail? Because you know it's going in the wrong direction. See, as leaders, you've got to know. And as people, you've got to know. Listen, somebody has to do this. I don't, I've never heard this message ever in my life, ever. I've never heard what I'm saying, ever. But Satan was the first narcissist. And he's the one that established this system on the earth. God is not in control of this world system. Paul clearly says that Satan is the God of this world. It's a debt system. It's not designed for you to win. Thank you, Pastor. It's not designed. Listen, if you want to throw money away, please do not go to Vegas. Just give it to a single mom. The return is better. You know, in other words, you don't like throw it. You throw it to a randomness because it's not random. It's not random at all. Everything is designed against you in this kingdom down here. The kingdom of God is designed for you to succeed at the mission that God has. But you might have one convert in Saudi Arabia in your whole lifetime, but that one convert is more valuable because it's impossible because they they have a beheading every Friday. That's why there's not that much crime over there because they invite the public to come. And if you stole, you lose your hand. So there's not a lot of people stealing. So they have a public beheading. It's on Fridays. They invite the Americans to come. Okay, so the intensity of the Holy Spirit is to bring freedom. So the Spirit is the Spirit of truth. He doesn't know anything else but truth. So if you want to know the truth, that's the person you want in your life. That's the person that you want to be ruling with you. Be in control, okay? Then you have to also, as a leader, be able to allow the Holy Spirit to do his thing in a group of people. 
That means that those people cannot be given the ability to hijack what the Holy Spirit is having you do as a leader. You have to bring people in that will stay under the control of the Holy Spirit. This is impossible with man. But it is not possible but with man, but it's possible with God. And to you have to look to find family. To look to have family because family will have your back. Family will take what you can't do and help you with it. But if you have hirelings, they're going to want to be paid. They're going to want something in return. It's impossible for me to understand this. Because what has happened is, is that people expect a return off of doing something for God. From you. They, 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 in other words, you should let God pay you back. And even if it takes a while for it to happen, it's still better. So if you have to wait, then you have to wait. But you can't demand other people. So you can't have somebody say, well, how much are you going to pay me? It's like, well, I thought you were going to help. You came with the, you came into this saying, you know, I feel called. And you have this idea. And then all of a sudden it changes. And it's just like a business or, or a job. And this is where the corruption comes in. So agenda, like angels only have the agenda of God. Holy Spirit has the agenda of God. He is part of the Trinity. Okay, so you're going to find out when you're having, you're going to be mad that God always intended for you to prosper. But he wanted you to be unhooked from this world system in order to prosper. So you had to, it would be thinking out of the box for you to prosper in, in the situations we're in. You'd have to think out of the box because it might be at a brook. It might be a widow at Zarephath during famine. What do you have in your house? Bring, bring some vessels, not a few. In other words, you have to think out of the box. The Spirit of God is wanting to bring truth because that's what he does. But you're going to have to be a leader who stands up for that. And I want to instill that in you. That's why you're here tonight, I believe. That's why I'm doing this across the nation. This week, we're going from coast to coast. Because as leadership, you don't want hirelings in your warrior fellowships or in, in anything you do for God. You want you want, you want want a family that is called alongside of you. So Paul had people that did him harm. And he said, they're in trouble. He said, there's some that did me great harm. But then he said, there's others who came alongside me to help me. And he gave them letters of recommendation. He said they had the same heart that he had. He said, take care of them if they come to you. Okay, but he said that there were many who were adversaries. I, I can't imagine somebody mistreating the Apostle Paul. But yet I can't imagine somebody plucking out Jesus' beard. Or, or wanting to kill him. He's the creator of all things. Okay, so these things happen. 
Okay, so how does the system become corrupt? It's because there's a king behind. Okay, so this is what you'll find out. That you were supposed to prosper while you were here. But it's outside the box. Okay, it's not, it's not the world system like you think. It's plundering the Egyptians. It's plundering them. God gives you an idea of what is needed. And he gives you the idea. And then you meet that need. And then you take care of people and you have permanent customers. Because you, you, but it's a family thing. That is why there's such an onslaught against the small businesses. It's because they cannot be controlled because of the culture. Is everybody hear what I'm saying here? Yes. Is that culture is we're going to watch each other. And um, we're going to come in on our days off. And we're, we work for free if we have to. If someone's sick, then you take, you take, you know, that's what the family business does. If someone's sick, you come in for them and you take care of it and you're being trained to, to run it as, as children. You're, you're being trained to, to do the same thing, to carry it on a family business. This is God's intent. The monopoly, all the, all the, the other things that are going on is all about control. Okay. So the spirit of the Lord wants to give us freedom. How he does that is he tells us the truth. The truth sets us free. Okay, then you're free. But then the decisions you make, you make it so that it's outside the box and it starts to produce fruit. Then people want to come and join you. But there's hirelings and then there's those who are sent and chosen. So there's a lot of people called, but there's few chosen. Few people qualify, but everyone is called. Okay, so you have to decide if you're really called... And you want it bad enough that you would qualify to be chosen. And if you personally know that God has told you these things, then when the war comes, you stay in there because you know that your father said go to the other side. So you're asleep on your pillow in the boat because God said go to the other side. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So you know you're not going to sink. Because God told you. But see, if you have someone come to you and tell you something that you don't know, and they tell you you're supposed to marry this person or start this business or do this, if you haven't heard from yourself, then when the hardship comes... There is not the ability. You do not have the ability to stay in there because it wasn't initiated between you and God. So it has to be confirmed by the gifts of the Spirit. So this is the mentality that comes. And this is where it, a narcissist gains control. Is they take away your ability to make decisions for yourself. Come on now. You're hijacked. And then before you know it, You're being told what you see and what you hear. 
And you know what you saw isn't what they're saying you saw. If a 757 hit a building, I just want to see the wings. Because the wings shear off. Where are the wings? Backing out. Okay, in other words, in other words, if it doesn't add up, then you don't have to go. It doesn't matter if it's old math or new math. If it's abacus or just counting your toes and your fingers. If it doesn't add up, it doesn't add up. Okay, so if it doesn't add up, if some, some, somebody's telling you doesn't add up, then you need to start your egress. You don't need to go in that direction. But if you heard from God, then you can know and bear witness with something on your own. Okay, so whether you're following or leading, we're all part of the body of Christ. But we're all leaders because we're all ambassadors. We're all a high standard, but God sets in a church some, not all, to be, okay? All right, well, as you can see, Satan needed attention. He got caught up in his beauty. So you have this thing going on. He adored himself. He admired himself. And he was caught up in his beauty. So... A narcissist needs to have attention. A narcissist needs to have validation and, and adoration. Needs to He needs to brag and exaggerate. Because he can't produce it on his own. Okay, so, or she. So, you've got, you've, you've got to watch people that want you to boost their ego. Because what you're doing is you're feeding a shark. Think about how many times this message should have been preached in the last couple hundred years. Think about it. And a flight attendant has to do it. Think about it. Soon to be captain. Lou's with me. Yeah, Lou's with me. And just in two weeks after Wapan, I go get my captain's rating. And Lou's going to be my first officer um, in the, in the uh, test. Amen. All right, all right. So, so the behavior, behavior becomes this. Okay, everything as long as you're praising and feeding a person's ego, everything's fine. But if not, arrogance will cause that person to start being rude to you and putting and, and putting pressure on you. Because you're not submitting to their evil. You're, you're not coming under control enough. And so they put, they put pressure on you. Now you should be, like in a, in a proper relationship, you should just automatically be thinking of each other. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be selfish. That's not what I'm talking about. The, a narcissist doesn't have anything except being selfish. There, there is nobody else. There is nobody else. It's them. These people weasel their way into leadership. 
It always has to be about them. Okay, so if they don't receive the treatment that they, they feel that they deserve, then they start, to, they start to speak rudely toward people and deem them inferior. Okay? Wow, that's intense. Okay, so good people become victims. But you have to understand, there are people that have no conscience. I mean, I know these people. I know, I know people that don't have a conscience. And they will flatter you. They will say things. But the whole, oh, the whole thing is, is going to flip on you when they don't get their way. Come on now. Each of you has three gifts inside of you. If you appear to be more spiritual than the pastor, can you imagine what's going to happen in a church? Okay, so if a, if a pastor is not operating in his giftings or any, any kind of minister is not, is not fasting and praying and staying up on the crest of the wave, has waxed their surfboard, and has, is ready to catch that wave and everyone to come with them. If, if that person is not there, if that person's coasting or just uh, just living off of the momentum of, of many years, then, then anyone that starts to flow with God may make them look bad. No, no, there's no one going to say this stuff. But that's why I don't want to be known as a minister if that's what a minister is. If it's like, you know, you just keep your mouth shut and behave. Well, what's being behave? In other words, I don't want to be manipulated or controlled. I don't want to be part of that. Okay? So Jesus Christ came to set us all free. So if we're free, then that means that when God tells you to do something, you should not have any resistance from your Christian brethren. If God moves you, do you get it? If God moves you by the Spirit to do something, why would, like Paul said, that there's people withstanding him? He said, have I become your enemy now that I've spoken the truth to you? And then he said, there's people, these, they oppose themselves within themselves. So they have already got a conflict within them. And then that war that's inside of them causes them to be hijacked. Okay, so this is where, oh, this is going to be good. This is where, this is where the shepherds start beating the sheep. And this is why Ezekiel and all the prophets had to talk about this. Well, they're in a lot of trouble on the day of judgment. Okay, why? Because, I mean, I've been in conversations of, where, where, where ministers have talked about the stupid sheep. And I'm like looking at them like, well, I'm a sheep and you're a sheep. Actually, you're a goat. <laughs> no, they, they, no they, they forgot. Listen, they forgot that they're sheep. They became superior and they slipped into a, a narcissist. Because they're the apostle now, you know. Or they're the prophet. 
Nobody wakes up and wants to be an evangelist or a pastor anymore or a teacher. I'm a teacher. People don't wake up and say, God told me to be a teacher. Everybody's a prophet and apostle. But they have a lifespan in the, in the early days. They had a lifespan of just a couple of years. I guess you can buy insurance now or something for that. But, but think about it. Why, why are some of these... It has to do with their perception of control. Oh boy. Apostle and prophet think that they have control. When the, actually the greatest of these is a servant of all. And the people that are going to be seated on each side of Jesus... It wasn't for him to give that because it was his father, he said, who has, is the one who will appoint those. But it is the least of all. It's a servant of all will be the greatest in the kingdom. It'll probably be children, you know. There'll be a lot of children around Jesus. Okay. So, do you see now? Now, think about it. When somebody starts to promote themselves as being something in the body of Christ... And it has this idea that they have authority over you. Where, where it's really control. But they're really looking down on you. Well, then that's not proper. I mean, a real, a real, a real father will want you to exceed him. And help you to do that. Why? Because that came from his, his body. The seed came from him. You're his offspring. You invest everything in him. It's in you to do that because that's what God did through Jesus. So it's in you to invest in your children. And you want them to exceed. But you want to train them as leaders to, run, to take it over and run it. And be better. Make the business or whatever better than, than you even did it. You would expect that. Okay, why? Because that's love. You invest everything in your children. And that's what Paul the Apostle did. And I'm just not seeing that today. And I, I, I feel alone at times about it. Because I don't, I don't want to be that common minister. Like, like I don't feel that being popular is, is so I can get on, is getting on TV. I just went and made my own warrior TV. And then just minister to the people instead of like paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to be on a network. I just make one. And I don't even charge myself, you know. And I send myself the tape of the month, you know. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy, sometimes I'll get a notice on my phone. Thank you for giving to Warrior Notes. And I'm like, what? And she goes, oh, you know, I just gave, I just gave an offering to Warrior Notes. And she just said, I just had to give. I'm like, okay, it's fine. But in other words, in other words, at times, being a leader means you got to stand up and say, I feel like I'm being controlled and manipulated. And... And these kind of feelings, these senses in your heart, they, they really are telling you that the Spirit of God is not in agreement with what's going on. Listen, you should never, ever, ever give because you feel you have to. Ever. Because 
there, the blessing in giving is being led from your heart. Now, I don't have to hear from God to give to someone in need. That's what's so weird about it is, you, you know, please, I mean, if you read James, you don't have to pray about giving to somebody that needs clothes or food. You don't tell them, be well clothed, I'll pray for you. That's what it, uh, you're laughing, but that's what it's, that's what James said, actually said. I'll put you on my prayer list. No, you, you, you don't let them walk away, even if you have to give them your own clothes. <laughs> this is, this is family. This is how family would be. Come on. So what we have done is we've allowed it gradually to work into our mindset and it's affected our culture. And so then it affects ministry. It affects ministry and then ministry becomes ineffective because the whole idea with with governments that are taken over by the king of Tyre is that you can't do without them. You need them to intervene. And they know that they got your attention if you need baby formula. It's all about control. Oh, come on now. You all just looking at me. Think about it. I couldn't go. I couldn't go overseas because of all the restrictions, but I can go. I can go to Guatemala and come up the border and get in here. And actually, I'd have free health care and everything. Probably have a job. No, think about it. Am I right? Okay, but I can't leave the country unless I have all this stuff and holes in my body from different things being inserted. But you you don't have to have it to come in. Am I right? Do I have to have a passport to come in? Do I have to have all this other stuff? But I can bring the disease of the week in here if I want. But I can't leave with that. If I don't, I can't leave. Because I might take it to another country. But you're allowed to come to your own country without it. But I have more rights if I'm not a citizen. Am I... I, Okay, so this is not a political rally. But Christianity... What is it? What is Christianity about? It's about God redeeming man and having a plan, a strategy where everything is set up, already provided for everyone, that through him we, we have everything we need for life and for godliness. And that Paul said we can reign as kings in this life. Okay, so you cannot... Judge your relationship with God based on the fact that you have handed over your authority to a rogue entity. Because this was happening when Jesus walked the streets of Jerusalem. It was taken over by a foreign country. 
And Jesus never addressed it. When did he ever appeal to Caesar? When did he ever talk to Herod? Did think I mean I, I mean I know this is gonna blow you away, but I, I I have to readjust the way that I I am because Jesus never went and visited John in jail. And John sent somebody to ask Jesus, are you really the one? Or should we expect someone else? Okay, he had just said weeks before, behold, the Lamb of God. He announced to the whole crowd, handed over his ministry to Jesus. It says, then Jesus began to baptize in water and preach. He said, I must decrease, he must increase. Okay, so he's in jail and Jesus didn't even have time to visit him. He didn't even go and tell Herod, hey, let's work out a deal. No, think about it. Jesus walked those streets with those Roman soldiers there. And yet the greatest in faith was a centurion. He said, I haven't found this great of faith in all of Israel. Roman soldier. Okay? So, it's obviously, it's obviously not what you think. Obviously, it's by faith. Obviously, you can't please God without faith. And great faith was the centurion. The centurion was not part of the covenant. And he didn't have the benefits of being an Israeli. Okay, He did not rely on the covenant because he didn't have one. His faith was greater than that because he attributed obedience to what Jesus said as being great faith. See, Jesus said, I have not found this great faith in all of Israel. What what happened? Well, the Torah says, you don't have to come to my house. Just say the word and it'll be done. Okay, so what just happened here tonight and has gone out, it's, it's just about 10,000 people watching and by tomorrow will be 30,000. Okay, the reason this is happening is this is the announcement to the lukewarm church. This is it. This is, this is it right here. This is it. happens in a small church in Concord. It doesn't happen on a network. It doesn't happen, you know, like you would think. And it doesn't happen with a big boy. The most powerful people on earth are the ones who spoke on behalf of God's heart and represented the people. Those are the people that are our heroes. But they killed them. Jesus said, every prophet I sent you, you killed them. You celebrate them now 
as your heroes. But you killed them and you're going to kill me. And they did. Three and a half years of ministry. And they killed him. Three and a half years of ministry is all he lasted. Why? Because he did not compromise. He said, when you came out to see John, did you come out to see a reed bending in the wind? No. He was stiff. So his locusts and honey he was eating. Gave him an attitude. <laughs> he, he, he was speaking the truth and he lost his head for it. He said, you shouldn't be married to that woman. She's your relative. You know what I mean? The branches on the tree don't branch. It's like a big trunk. No branches. You shouldn't meet with that woman. Well, that was a narcissist. She was a narcissist. He went against her and she had her way. I'll show him. Undermining my little system here. So it doesn't have to be a man. That spirit doesn't care. Obviously today you can see that. That a spirit doesn't care what gender you are. As long as it's confusion. Come on now. Okay, so you have disembodied spirits. They're familiar with both genders. They were one or the other when they had a body. Their whole intent is to confuse and destroy mankind now. So, their whole idea is for none of us to agree on anything, to not get along. The whole idea is to not walk in love and let people not be compelled in it where there's, it's, they're compelled by the Spirit, but not under compulsion. They're not being forced to do anything. They do it because they want to do it. They, they get married because they want to get married. They love people because they, they want to love someone. But you've got to be healthy and you've got to be a giver. Which leads me to my last point. Is The problem is, is that because of all this deficit in the body of Christ, which is not God's fault, it's not his plan, because we have been traumatized and, and, and we're victims, we are not able to be fully complete and healed so that we can be just givers. Because we need. Okay? So, we manipulate to get attention. We manipulate to get our way. Because we can't get it any other way. And this is the trap. So, as a victim, you learn... You don't want to get well because you love the negative attention. Now, I know this because I know, I can't mention the names, but I know someone who got healed, but they were going to lose their compensation. So they were under a decision in order to notify the authorities that they had been healed. They did not, and it came back on them. Well, what happened? They traded the gift of God for money. You know, my, my, my father, father, spiritual father, Kenneth Hagin, he literally 
was up on stage and pointed at a lady in a wheelchair. He said, stand up, you're healed. She, she got, she lifted out of her seat in a seated position. She's three feet in the air, out of her chair, in a seated position. And she said, I don't believe it. She's saying, I don't believe it. I believe it. And then she fell back into her chair and they pushed her out again. But it was a supernatural miracle of her being in the air. Now, I've seen Brother Hagen in class. There's no way I can mess this up because I was on the third row. I watched him run off the stage into the air and run around the, the building. And he's a big boy. And he ran the whole way around. Came back up onto the stage. Didn't know what he had just done. He went into the air and then down. Didn't miss a beat. Came back up on stage. Stood behind the pulpit where he started his run. And didn't know he had done it. Was not breathing heavy. Did not know what he had just done. I watched him hit people. And their ears open. I heard it watch them slap. I was right there. I watched him slap somebody and it popped so loud it knocked a lady over. We talked to the lady later. She did not know that he had even hit her. But she her her, her ear was opened. I, I've seen these things where the spirit was so willing, it's unexplainable. This is, this is what I don't want to happen to the body of Christ at this time. Is that we back off the supernatural, the miracle. See, what's being set up now is for it to be impossible for us to do anything. But we cannot get into this thing where we want negative attention. We've got to be healed. We've got to be healed so that we don't need to be validated. Now listen, when you walk out of here, you rehearse this the whole way home. It's not what you do. It's who you are. What you do is a result of who you are. Okay, so you are a giver. So it's not something that you even have to think about. You just do it from your heart. And if it's not in your heart, you don't do it. It's the same thing with everything else. You don't put yourself in a place where you're controlled and manipulated. You stay free. Okay. So there's a lot of things the Spirit wants to do. We still got a few minutes if you want to spend. We've already burnt a fuel to get here. So we got. It's already. You know, done, paid for. So let's 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 talk about some things. Okay, here's here's the, here's the thing that's that's the problem right now. This this the evil spirits can make you feel something that's not even true. Okay, and it causes you it causes you to make decisions where you manifest things that you're basing it on a feeling and a thought, and. You're about to be hijacked because if you manifest based on your thinking process and your feelings, it may not even be true. But as soon as you commit to it, well, then you're on that road. And now and now you've just done you you could you could do something and it's based on 
a false a false thought or false idea. You get, you send yourself on the wrong direction. Once you say something, then you're you've committed yourself when you say something. So that is why it's better for you to say I'm wrong, I messed up, and just and just say you know I messed up uh, and I, I got angry or whatever and I I was wrong. It's better to do that and go on than continue to push a bad position. Okay, if you're in relationships that are, are um, where you're being manipulated, and I'm talking about friendships, I'm talking about um, even friends, friends and family, what, what you need to discern is, is that, is this causing you to sin? Are you, are you, are you actually doing something against what God would want you to do? You have to determine if this is causing you to go against what God is telling you to do. And this is very complicated. Okay, because th- th- these things are designed as traps for you. Okay, so there is a solical power that people produce that controls and manipulates you. And when these people are around you, you can feel it. Okay, so you have to be careful that when you get into any sort of agreement or relationship with somebody, that you determine ahead of time how far you want to go with this person because they have a solical power. If you turn that over to them in a way where they have access, then they can begin to manipulate you. And it will get to the place where if you are not careful, you will start to feel and do things that you would normally not do. You will find, as soon as you sever sever relationships with certain people, it gets rid of the devil problem. Because the devil was was working through them. At times, I have seen people, they got to stay, the devil left. And then it was fixed that way. But unfortunately, that doesn't occur as much as you'd like. A lot of times, people have chosen to be manipulated because they can use that and they get what they want rather than believing for it. Okay, so there's a lot of people. There's, there's, there's people that got into the sheepfold the wrong way, but there was only one door and Jesus was away. There's others who came into the fold illegally. There were people at the wedding feast that came in illegally. They weren't dressed properly. There's all this. It's, it's, a, it's a can of worms theologically but the the bottom line is the principles there you've got to, to understand that some of the things you're feeling and you're going through is because people that you're associated with have allowed that war to get into them and then because you're tied to them in some way whether it is whether it's just having coffee with them or you're related to them there's all kinds of degrees of influence i have to warn you of this is that people do have power and influence over you. And the only way to break that is through worship and prayer. To free that up. And then you have to rightfully discern when you can break that, when you have that harp of David playing, and you break that evil, that evil, evil presence that's affecting you, through the, like David when he played his harp. It was, there was an anointing on it. It broke that. And so... That is what the minstrel of the Lord that actually later was translated from David 
to people that would play and the prophets would ask for a minstrel to come to play so that the even though they were in this it says that they were in the presence of sons of belial these are the profane people from sodom and gomorrah those type of people it says that the prophets couldn't even they couldn't even be around there and prophesy to the king with the sons of belial in their presence they were so vile that it affected the prophet's ministry You ought to do a study on the sons of Belial. You'll understand the whole message tonight. It's the 80% I didn't tell you. It has to do with the sons of Belial. It has to do with people have given themselves over to where their conscience are seared. And they affect other people. And they get into leadership. And they begin to corral and, and put people in situations where they're entrapped. So you have to be aware that this is happening. That when you, when you go to an, 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 a basketball game and your daughter goes into the restroom and then she's gone. And then they find her in another city. In, in the sex trade, 15 years old, all she did was go to the bathroom. And she disappeared and they find her. In another state. How could this happen? It's happening all the time. Okay? So this is happening in the spirit. First. The whole idea is not to let any of us be effective. So we have to stand up and be separate. We have to allow the spirit to heal us. And not be part of the problem anymore. I'm just telling you this. Because I want you to come out of the status of being a victim tonight. And be placed over into the area of ministers of the most high God. Okay. You don't have to be in the status of a victim. This, the whole idea is for you to be neutralized. To be paralyzed. To not be able to function. So that you have to manipulate in order to get what you need. Because you can't get it by faith because faith operates through love. See, but love casts out all fear. So fear has to do with torment, which is what I'm talking about being a victim. I know that was a whole mouthful, but it's a process of the kingdom. And all of you are perfected in love in your hearts. And if you want a word of validation, God is giving it to you tonight. He has done everything that he's going to do for you in the spirit. It is now us accepting it and being honest and saying, listen, things are not as well as as people say they are. And being a positive person can make you deceived. Did you know that? Did just being positive? So, you know, oh, you know, God's going to have his way or whatever God wants, he's going to have. Well, he obviously didn't have his way today because many babies died. And now the enemy's trying to figure out how it can, it's already reversed, so how are they going to stop it? So they got to figure out a way to stop that. But, you know, June's coming. So it's, it's wrong to take a life. 
we've let it go so long. Okay? But now all of a sudden, it's going to be reversed. Okay? Well, what, what? Don't stop there. How about term limits? How about in person with an ID? No, I'm just telling you, get rid of the ways that we become victims. Get rid of them. The only reason, listen, the only reason that, why does it appear that God wasn't healing the last two years? So did he just take, did he take a break? And then Satan took advantage of those, that two year vacation he took? No. Well, why didn't it operate through his ministers? You know, we had a lot of healing ministers. Well, where were they? Did, did, did God back off? Okay, so it must have been us. That's what I'm trying to point out to you. Let's not do that anymore. Listen, all of us are going to die. All of us are going to go to heaven if we stay in him. I mean, bring in the Bible if you want to bring in the Bible. Paul said he just desired that he be found in him. Well, he was an apostle. But that was his desire, was to be in him. He said, I'm not going to even let my body disqualify me. I'm going to discipline my body so that after I preach Christ, I don't, I'm not disqualified myself from the race because of my body, being body ruled. So even he said that he could be a castaway if he let his body be rule, rule him. Okay, so Paul didn't consider himself a victim. He considered a privilege to, to be beaten and punished for the sake of Jesus Christ. So there is suffering for Jesus Christ. There is persecution. There is, there's all these things. However, he was not a victim. He considered, Jesus said, rejoice when people abuse you and say false things about you. He said, dance and twirl and be great because great is your reward in heaven. That's what he said. He said that they're, they're actually going to think they're doing God a favor when they kill you. He actually told his disciples that. There's a day coming where they'll kill you and think they're doing God's work. Okay, so the thing that has to happen, and I believe it's going to happen this week as we go across, is there'll be a shift through the heart as we go across, we go the whole way across. There's a shift this week. And, you know, it doesn't follow the blood moon or anything. It might be a blue moon. I don't know. It's in between diseases. Well, there's monkey stuff going on, monkey business going on right now. But, you know, it doesn't correspond. The reason why is it's by faith. You hear the word and you, you take hold of what was spoken. And the centurion said, man, I've been listening to you. And you, you just speak the word and it'll be done. He got it. And that's what the Lord is telling us tonight. And that's what's going to happen this week. There's going to be a shift the whole way across the nation. It's going to go the whole way across the nation. A shift. 
And all of you, all of you are part of this because of where you're at. But you've got to discern now that you're being manipulated, being controlled. And that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So you're, if you feel like, like uh, in the spirit, if you felt like you have just gone through the ringer, if you've just been going through stuff, well, the reason why is, like, I know, I know, like last week to get to Latrobe, last week to get to Latrobe, Pennsylvania for that spirit school, we went through three jets. Three jets had to be taken to the shop. We would get out of one, put it in the shop and get another one. And it would, it was something would happen that put it in the shop and get another one. And then that last one, the same thing it did to you when you flew it, it did to me. And I had to fly without an autopilot. Brittany said I did okay. And Kathy, so. And, and Pastor Mike, you weren't there. You were there. No, you weren't on it, right? No, yeah, you were. Oh, last week. Yeah. But the thing was, is that that's my hometown. And that's the first time that we've had a spirit school there. And so the entities that are in that area were contesting the spirit school. But we didn't give up, did we, Ryan? We, did, we didn't give up. I just said, okay, sit here. We're, we're going to get another jet. So I just sat there. So we took people's orders. We just kept getting hoagies and sandwiches. <laughs> we ate at that one place twice, I think. You have to get to a place where you know you're going to pass away, you're going to, but you're going to go to heaven. And you know that one day you're going to see him as he is and you're going to be like him, okay? You're, that's going to happen. This is what develops that centurion faith in you. You know you got it. Okay, so now you're still here. You still have pain in your body. You still have pain in your family tree. You have issues with your family. You have all kinds of, of issues with your relatives and friends and your church and everything and the the bottom line is the reason you're here is to display the glory of God because a miracle needs to happen see when I feel like it's tight I know it's a breakthrough when I feel it get real tight I start giggling because it's like it's time it's time for a breakthrough And then all of a sudden, you're not a victim anymore. You've gone past your abilities. You've gone into the supernatural. And now everything is possible. Nothing's impossible. Why? Because you have already exceeded all the laws against you. You've already exceeded the limitations. You're already past all that. And you're still alive. Okay, so while you're here, while you're here, while you're functioning... And you're alive and you take in another breath and your heart is beat. Another beat. Then you need to glorify God and you need to say, Lord, I know you're in this and I know there's a miracle in this in this life. And I know that everything you'll find out. See, I had this glimpse when I was there. I saw that everything I went through, even though it was not God that did it, I saw it was all meant for my good. And I saw that it was all for my character. I saw that it was all for my benefit. And those people... They had no idea. They thought that they had put me under. But they had caused me to go beyond what I could go. And 
I'm telling you, forgiveness is a gift to unlatch you from a narcissist. So, the deliverance has come into this room. And I'm telling you this. If Satan does not want me to tell you this, but the thing that he hates the most, that he does not want anyone to know, is he hates it when you don't respond. He hates it when he has no effect. You know, remember that song, Age of Aquarius? When the moon is in the seventh house, Jupiter's aligned with Mars, and, and the aliens are drinking on their flying saucers. And, no, when it, all the planets are lined up. means nothing. So what? That's it? I'm serious. If that happens, it seems like, okay, you're done. I go, well, where's Pluto? I don't see Pluto. Hey, look it up. It's now a planet again. So all the planets aren't lined up because Pluto is rogue right now. No, in other words, you make him not effective and you do that by forgiving. And you do that by not being a victim anymore. A narcissist hates it when you don't respond. They hate it. Hallelujah. Let's worship. (laughs) Okay, so this is what I saw.